there's no longer two sides to every issue, just two sides to every issue. It's now at, we're now at a point where a third of each side mm -hmm. believes that the other side is the mortal enemy. Mm. Um, yeah. And they don't respect, they don't associate, they don't listen. They, yeah. And so I, I think that's what's been so detrimental to our society as a whole that everyone. everybody welcome to race typical uh the bi-weekly i guess you call it show yeah we do it twice a month yeah we do it twice a month it's great yeah and so we are here today ben we've got a special guest today yeah, yeah we do he's a great guy he was my former principal oh, so okay. speaking of principal so let me introduce you to him so Dr. Todd Bauer was a um, high school swim coach at Southerton Area High School. Okay. And he was a math teacher. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. He, he's a great, I love, I mean, my dad's pretty good at math, as you <laughs> can tell. Um, yeah. And then he was, and then he actually was assistant principal at C Central Bucks South High School. Oh, So okay. I, I, I actually knew that before. And then he went to be a principal at North Penn High School for the past three years. Right, so that was right after, after I you graduated. graduated. Yeah. yeah, so it was after Mr. Hines. He took over Mr. Hines. Right. Mr. Hines was the principal before him. Right, right. So we called him the Bauer Hour. Oh, uh, okay. Todd Father. Okay, the Todd Father. I like that too. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that was back in our days. Um, and then he was then got switched over to assistant superintendent okay. of the North Penn School District where he's now today. You know... He actually likes uh, Duke basketball and the Philadelphia Eagles, which oh, I did not know. I mean, I did you know. You like the Eagles, right? I love the Eagles. I did not know he was a Duke fan. That's interesting. Yeah. And he has two dogs named R Riley and Duke, which is pretty interesting. Cameron and Brady are their kids. Okay. Yes, yeah, so that's pretty interesting, too. Yeah. And Dr. Bauer loves hanging out with his wife, Nicole, and spending time with family. Yeah. Which is pretty incredible. And he loves... Um, skiing, which Ooh. I had no idea in Vermont and Pennsylvania. Okay. okay. And... Fun fact about him. He has his own podcast called Time for Dinner. Oh. Like dinner okay. table, like turkey? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> kind of like dinner, like it's kind of, it's, it's talks about equity. It talks about inclusion and equity. Yes. Yeah, so which is pretty cool. We'll soon, talk about right? that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my good friend from high school and the principal, Mr. Assistant Superintendent, Dr. Todd Bauer. Hey. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you, gentlemen. Happy to be here with you this evening. Thank yes, you. Yes. Yes. We are very happy to have you. Um, as I said to you briefly before, we have a, a common theme on the show. Yes. And Ben really enjoys food. Mm -hmm. and so he's got a question about food. And I have a question oh, yeah. that doesn't relate to food, but it's a question that I think is really poignant for getting to know somebody. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think this okay. week, Ben, we'll start with my question. Go ahead. And then we'll do yours. Yeah, second. absolutely. So for me, I think finding out what someone gets upset or angry about is a great way to really know them personally. So what's one thing for you, Dr. Bauer, that, that makes you angry? Wow. Um, <laughs> well, first, gentlemen, thank you for having me. Uh, really course. thrilled to be here. It's an honor. Ben, heck of a job with that uh, bio or introduction. I'm not sure mm -hmm. I'm worthy of such a thing. Um, you know, honestly, I, I, I try really, really hard, um, especially in my job, to maintain my composure at all mm. times. Um, and I, I find perhaps to a uh, frustrating degree for others that under duress or stress, I actually calm down. Oh, okay, um, okay. 
So for example, um, if you have a student who is particularly agitated um, and saying things that they shouldn't be saying and yelling and screaming or whatever it may be, and then I, I kind of lay low and say, oh, I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, oh, that's unfortunate. And I think it infuriates students uh, <laughs> yeah. when, I, when I stay particularly calm. Um, but I will say, I, I think if you ask my family, like my wife and children, um, for some reason, um, my son can get under my skin mm. like no one else. Um, <laughs> and my wife insists it's because the two of us are so similar. Mm. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> But he's he is he's a very poor sport, and when he's losing, he pouts. And um, he's a very gifted athlete. But it, it's it's frustrating for me when he's in the athletic arena, and he's little; he's only nine. Okay. Um, but if he is not finding success, he's quick to quit. Um, okay. And that is frustrating for me. So that gets me uh, pretty angry. I think that kind of tells you an awful lot about my my personality, though. <laughs> hey, there you the go. The one thing that can upset me is my own son. So. <laughs> I love it. No, my uh, our parents have said this, and, and my mom said it so often. My older brother had a short fuse, and I had a long Mac. <laughs> uh, okay. So I knew I like all it. the buttons to press. Oh my um, gosh. So I, you know, I can I can relate to that as as the button presser, you know. I, I understand. I, I remember skin. one story about Glenn. Mm -hmm. um, he would always say, time to wrestle. You would always wrestle on top of me, and I would get angry and be like, no, stop. <laughs> yeah, you didn't like that. But now, <laughs> who's the biggest now? Uh, B. Yeah, <laughs> you are, Ben. Uh, so, Ben, what's your question? Okay, so I have to ask you a really serious question. What's, okay. I know you love taste buds, <laughs> and I know you like food. What is your favorite restaurant to eat at? Oh, man. So I, I, my, I have two, okay, um, okay. my, my favorite restaurant to go with my wife is, uh, called the black lab in Phoenixville. It's a BYOB. If you haven't been to Phoenixville, I highly recommend the main strip there. Actually okay. during COVID they, they closed it down, um, so that they could do the outdoor dining. Oh, cool. And, um, just the, the street there is it, it's, it's great. So for those who are of age, it's open container. You could grab a beer at a restaurant and walk down the street. And um, there's some wonderful restaurants. And so I really like the Black Lab. Um, <laughs> the other one that I would throw out there, Ben, is um, Tex-Mex right there in North Wales. Oh, yeah. there you go. So I'll have to go there for we, lunch one day. Yeah. yeah, we've been going there my whole life. My parents actually started going there before I was born. And uh, it's kind of like uh, for special occasions, it's just kind of a, a family tradition to go to Tex-Mex. There you go. There I just go. I just want to say one thing. Shabuka Asonye, Shabuka is on here. He Shibuka. goes, Hans handsome Bauer. That's what he <laughs> ah, my friend. I love it. I Shibuka. love it, Shabuka. I love Shibuka, it. I hope you're doing well, my friend. What a nice guy. Yes. He's, a, yes. he's so funny. That's so good. I, I it's funny. The the question about food, I knew Ben really enjoyed it because food's a big part of, of Ben. Um and he, you know, everything from the social piece to the food itself. But I'm getting some secondhand joy from this question because the Black Lab, like these places that aren't quite as known or like more local, I'm really interested in. Mm. And so like that place in Phoenixville, I'm going to have to check out for sure. Oh, yeah. And That's make sure definitely. you report back, Dan. I will. <laughs> I will do that for sure. Um, so uh, I'll ask the first question. Ben. Go ahead. I think that's all right. So in our, our research, you know, we have uh, discovered that you worked in a couple of different school districts. Um, 
do you have a favorite school district? And it's kind of hard to be biased on. But um, even if you can't pick a favorite, is there something about a school district that you really enjoy that maybe other school districts aren't doing as much of? Wow. Yeah, great question. Um, honestly, I've I've really enjoyed everywhere that I've worked. I, mm-hmm. And it's it's mm-hmm. because I find joy in trying to help kids accomplish their goals. Yeah. Right. And if, if you feel like you can make an impact, it doesn't matter to me what the building looks like or where the building's located. If there's kids and I feel like I'm making a difference, I love the place. Um, so I, I, the different roles that I've held, which Ben outlined quite beautifully, uh, I've been a teacher and a coach, been an assistant principal, a principal, and now an assistant superintendent. And I think I could say that when it's all said and done, when my career is over, I believe I will look back and say that my favorite job was as an assistant principal. And, and I think the reason for that is not where it was rather Mm -hmm. it was more the role. Um, I think assistant principal allows you the perfect balance of leadership and interactions with kids and families. Okay. Um, So as, as I've uh, moved up in my career, I've loved every job I've ever had. Uh, being assistant superintendent during a global pandemic has been very difficult. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and it's been super stressful and it has been difficult to find that joy. Mm. However, um, even assistant principal to principal, I, I, ha- I did feel just another layer of disconnect from children. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and the further you get, the harder it is to make meaningful relationships with kids because like, for example, I think Dr. Dietrich would tell you, and, and Ben, you know him well, mm-hmm. but most students don't. If he walks in the room, you know who he is. You yeah. know he's your superintendent, but you don't know mm-hmm. him. And he doesn't know you. He knows, oh, there's that kid named Ben who seems like a really nice guy and he seems and he's a great advocate and ally within our school. But you don't like build that meaningful relationship because we have 18 schools, right? right. And it's and 13,000 kids. So it is hard to build genuine right. relationships with kids. Um, so I love them all. Mm. And I, I feel as though I've been effective in all my jobs. But I think when it's all said and done, I'll look back and say, you know what, that assistant, assistant principal role, that was the sweet spot between leadership, relationships, and having an impact directly with students. Can I ask you a question? Are you ever, if, if Dr. Dietrich retires, are you going to take over a spot? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you went there, huh, Ben? Um, I think if we had Dr. Dietrich on the pod right now, he would tell you that the time is near. Um, mm. I don't know exactly when, but I think it's fairly near. Yeah. And um, that's going to be a, a really important crossroads in my life. Um, yeah. Whether, whether or not I, I go for the job and whether or not I would be fortunate enough to obtain it. Mm. Um, so um, I don't know. It, it's something I'd have to put a lot of thought into. Um, my kids are young, as I mentioned, and you know, they're at that age where they're playing travel sports and we have mm. stuff every evening. And my wife is an absolute saint, but it is hard to balance being a dad, being a husband and being at work really late a lot of nights. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. We'll see yeah. if I feel like I can um, do great things for the school district. And if I think I am equipped uh, for the position, then it would definitely be appealing to me because I love the North Penn School District. I love everything that it stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been difficult the last few months. Everybody knows that, but it's been yeah. difficult in every school district around the country. Yeah. Um, 
So uh, I'm honored to serve the North Penn community and, and we'll see where the future takes us. Yeah. Good question, Ben. That. <laughs> that was a great it. question. Yeah, it's something even, you know, we've noticed when Ben goes in and, and speaks at schools, uh, originally, you know, he'd go and do a presentation and it's mm-hmm. one assembly, but the past handful, actually almost all the schools he's done this year, he's had to do two presentations. Yeah. And it's just because they can't do all the students in the gym or wherever the assemblies are held. They have to split them up. Um, and so, yeah, from, you know, from a person to person, teacher to student, like it's just across the board, it's been so challenging. I'm interested though, in the future, if, when this happens, um, I'd be interested to see your opinion on does superintendent pull you further from working with Mm -hmm. the students directly that you really had joy with? Um, and if that's something that you'd want. So uh, there's definitely a lot to think about beyond just, uh, Mm -hmm. if it happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So Dan, you have to report back to me about the black lab and I have to report back to you about the superintendent. (laughs) Whenever that that time comes. I love it. I love it. We'll, we'll meet at the black lab and talk about it. Oh, (laughs) we should do that. one. will pick up the check when he's Yes. Yes. Oh, that would be so much fun. We can bring down (laughs) to the teacher. Oh, bring Dr. Dietrich too. There you go. Actually, me and Dr. Bauer and Dr. Dietrich went out to Franconi's one time. Oh yeah, we did. And we we did that. And he's like, "What's the three dollar special?" I'm like, "What?" (laughs) He's never heard of the three. Ben loves the three dollar special, right? The three ninety five now. It went up a buck. A dollar. Inflation and supply chain, Ben. I know. And then the dollar store is actually going up a dollar twenty five now. I saw everything. that in the news today. Yeah, yeah everything's going up these days. And then so Wegmans that, soda's going up dollar seventy seventy five cents. It there went you up go. Sixty. It's crazy. It's a it's a good segue though. So a question that Ben had wrote down. He in his bio brought up you know many of your school based jobs. Um, do you remember what your first job was? Ooh. It doesn't have to be like right out of college. It could even be you know your first job in high school maybe. But the first thing yeah. that you did job wise. I do. Um, so my father used to own a electronics repair business um, that was actually centered in Lansdale. So he had a, okay. a store right there in the Weiss Shopping Center at Valley Forge Road in Summitown Pike, right by the high school. It was called Bowers Electronics. Um, and the, he also had a shop on uh, Calpath Road, right where, right across the street from where Giuseppe's is. Um, there used to be an Italian market there called Montella's. Okay. And my dad had a, a electronics repair business there as well. So it was called Bowers Electronics. And, I love uh, it. And I uh, used to go to work for my dad. So fixing TVs, VCRs, camcorders, things oh like that, God. laser disc players. <laughs> oh, there you uh, go. There you go. Yeah. So, and that's what I wanted to be when I grew up. I'm glad that I didn't pursue that though, because um, it, TVs got to a point where they were disposable. Yeah. Um, no, nobody yeah. fixes them anymore. They just buy new ones. So. Um, I chose to go into education. I majored in math in college. Uh, but the other other job that I had during my teenage years and early college was uh, I was a lifeguard. So I was a swimmer okay. and um, I did a lot of lifeguarding. I ended up working at a school for um, juvenile boys Oh, cool. Um, who were it was a residential place uh, in Shrinksville called New Life Youth and Family Services. And okay. I really I had a great time getting to know those kids. Many of them were just misunderstood. I taught swimming lessons to them. I love um, it. And built relationships. I had opportunities to take kids to like Phillies games and we would go on trips. It was great. That's awesome. So, Actually, it's always, I, always been about kids. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I said, I saw you at the Eagles game on Sunday. Yes. Yeah. So I went down. I do have season tickets and I don't go often. I usually sell them uh, okay. just because my life's, my life's too busy. But I'm hoping that one day the time will come in my life where I can go to more games. 
And um, for right now, we thought the one o'clock game against New Orleans Saints, uh, supposed to be 55 degrees and nice. So I was like, you know what, let's go. Uh, so a friend and I went down and Ben, I actually saw you on my way in, but you were helping so many customers um, <laughs> that I was like, you know what, I'll get them later. And then we, uh, during the fourth quarter, we were headed out. They were up 33 to seven. It was like, all right, let's get out of here. And I saw you across the way and I was like, ah, I got to go say hi. So I came to say hello. So. I was like, I Dr. Bauer, how are you? <laughs> and we took a selfie. <laughs> there you go, there you go. I'm, I'm happy to hear Ben's hard at work though. You know? Yeah, I've been doing such a great job. Um, we actually have two special needs kit, uh, adults working there. Oh, really? Um, her name is Zoe. Uh, her uncle is the PA announcer for the Sixers. Oh, cool. And, there you uh, go, Dan. Oh, oh, there it is. I love yeah. it. You got to send that listeners to me. or viewers at home. There's the yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, for anyone that knows Ben, they know that he loves a good selfie. I do. I do selfies with Dr. Dietrich. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> everybody. Everybody. Get, even when we go to schools and Ben does presentations, he gets selfies with all the students. And I, I do the website, and so I've always wanted to have this like gallery of selfies, but. The, le the legality of that is way beyond me because yeah. <laughs> to showcase, you know, it would be impossible to get approval from every kid and their parent to showcase. But in in the, you know, the dream world, I have this this long gallery of every selfie Ben's ever taken because um, just the I think the joy that people get from being in a picture is very fun. Yeah. Great. Yeah. And Kevin Hart was there on Sunday. Yes, at the game, as, at the game, and I tried to meet him so bad. <laughs> I really tried. I tagged him on Instagram, and I said, like, "Kevin Hart, you got to tune in on the show tonight." Oh, there you go. Maybe, I did. Maybe he's I did watching tag, right now. I did, I, did, I did tag Kevin Hart. <laughs> I love it. I'm, I'm sure like, he's watching. Shout yeah. out to Kevin Hart. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure he is. <laughs> so Ben, this brings up an interesting point. So you saw him at the game, uh -huh. but how did you first meet Dr. Bauer? Oh, so I actually met him. So it was it was my junior year in high school. Mm -hmm. And he's going to laugh at this story. So I remember walking into the cafeteria and I see him come up and he goes, how are you doing today? I said, do you work for the transportation department? Because he had a walkie on. And, and George, George, the security guard went, <laughs> he was laughing his head off. And I remember like, oh, that's the new principal. I'm like, nice to meet you. And he goes, I heard you're the mayor. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, you uh, Ben, your, your legacy precedes you because I, I had heard somebody said to me prior to meeting you, have you ever met Ben? And I was like, <laughs> who's Ben? And everybody kind of chuckled like, oh, you'll know Ben when you meet him. <laughs> and and Ben, they were right. Um, so, yeah, it's and, you know, it's it's a pleasure to do business with Ben. He's always so happy yeah. um, mm. and tries to bring uh, happiness to those around him all the time. So. That was just a starting point. And then Ben and I have been through a lot together, whether it be fundraisers for good causes. Uh, we did that uh, video for the Philadelphia Eagles. Ben. I know uh, that was, that was amazing. Uh, I still watch that every time I go into school. I mean, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I was like, wow, I really loved what you said. And it just makes me happy, you know, um, um, about when, when I won homecoming King and, you know, when you yeah. talk about it, um, I mentioned you guys and yeah. I mentioned the school. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Eagles did a great job with that video, by the way. If you haven't had sure a chance, to, mm -hmm. uh, it's actually on my website if you want to look at it again. Yeah, for anyone who's watching, they want to check it out. It's yeah, the Eagles. Ben, when we watched it uh, in the con so I was principal at the time, and we watched it in my conference room with the administrative team, and Mr. Nicholson, who's a pretty stoic guy, who is now the principal at the high school, 
when we were over, his eyes were a little wet and he goes, oh, my eyes are sweating. Uh, <laughs> so he got a little emotional. It's a pretty special video. So for the listeners, if you haven't seen it, check it out. Yeah, for sure. Oh, for sure. Karen Solti, Mrs. Solti said, hi, Coach Bauer. I'm from... I'm a parent from one of your former student swimmer, J.D. Solti. I love J.D. I know J.D. Yeah, you know We JD. used to play ba- so, basketball together. He said, yeah, I'm also so an sh- autistic athlete. I hope you're doing, w- doing well. J.D.'s, uh, the Schultes are a great, great longtime family friend. And yeah. J.D. is one of the most special kids I've ever coached. Um, my uh, Mr. Schulte actually coached my sisters and I okay. uh, in yeah. swimming. And then I had the honor and privilege of swimming with J.D. growing up. And then I coached him. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So I see JD all the time. And every time I see him, he wants to talk to me about the Phillies or the Eagles. Or the Sixers. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, JD, if you're listening, hey, buddy, I hope you're doing well. And uh, to all the Schultes, love you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. I love Yeah, we know the Schultes pretty well, too. I met them at basketball. Yeah, because it was Special Olympics basketball. And Dan and Gwen got involved with it, too. Yeah, me and my older brother, we kind of helped coach. We were in high school. I mean, I was in high school for sure. And Glenn, I think I was in middle school even. Glenn probably. was in middle school and you were in middle school. I think. Yeah. So we were still kind of young. Um, but the head coach at the time really just kind of took us under his wing. And it was, I think, good for me and Glenn for a lot of different reasons. But one for me was just to see other families that were in a similar situation to us. Um, mm-hmm. It was kind of normalizing, I guess, because I didn't have really any other friends that had siblings with special needs. Um and so it was cool to like talk to other parents and see some siblings and um, JD was a big JD staple was like, oh, okay. of <laughs> he was so fun. I loved hanging out with. I love JD. I love going to theme parks with JD. JD and Mrs. Salty, we need to get together sometime. I need there to see go. JD. You heard it here first. We Came just decorated. The, we just decorated our Christmas tree this evening. Actually, <laughs> oh, there household. you go. And uh, JD gave me an ornament. Um, I love when it. I was his coach, and it says Coach Todd on it's a water polo ball. So JD, that that ornament uh, was placed on the tree this evening. There you and go. There we you actually go. decorated our tree, so when we do our next show, we're gonna have Christmas all over. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure go. right now, Dr. Bauer, our mom is ecstatic listening to this because we've been teasing <laughs> her. Well, I should say I. Ben Ben loves Christmas, and he'd set up the Christmas tree, you know, yeah, the December 26th if he could. Um, but I've been teasing her about setting it up a little early. So she's probably happy to hear that there's some other families out there that already get their stuff set up. Yeah, this is it's early this year for us, but uh, excited to do it. Ready to yeah. turn the page to the winter holiday season. Yes, for sure. I'm ready. I'm ready to listen to music, ready for some concerts. Yeah. So with the How You Met Ben, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, being the principal of North Penn, we had mentioned earlier that it was before my time, so I had just graduated. But do you have a memory from from those years as a principal, like one that really sticks out to you as like a, a peak moment for you or just something that you really enjoyed? Wow. Um, so many. Um, you know, I, I just. It, it's always everything is about kids. Right. And the the most impressive things that come to mind are those where the students rally around whether it be crisis or an issue. And in the way that they come together um, for a cause and to support one another or someone in another community is yeah. really special. Um, one in particular that just really sticks in my mind was back when uh, there was that horrific act of violence at Parkland in Florida. Mm. Um, there was a school shooting 
And it was a really stressful time to be in a high school, especially one that had a very similar um, demographic and dynamic as North Penn High School. It was a very similar size, very similar yeah. makeup. And, and kids, parents, and teachers and staff were on edge because um, it was like, wow, that could have been us. Yeah. Um, and the way that, if you remember, there was like this uh, March for Our Lives, uh, like massive walkout yeah. um, around districts or in districts across the country. And the way that the North Penn students um, handled that and the way they, uh, they, they organized and were respectful and went outside for, I think it was 21 minutes, 18 minutes. Uh, I, I apologize. It's ignorant of me to not know how many victims there were. Mm. Um, but they went outside and they read the names of the victims one per minute and then they went back inside um, and it wasn't too often when you get a, a group of kids together they get wrapped up in the shenanigans yeah and and that's not what this was this was them honoring the victims and their families um, and it was an act of civil disobedience right I mean a protest that's what it is and our students took it very seriously yeah um and um, I, I thought they did the families and the victims proud um, in doing it in such a classy and respectful and powerful way. So that, that's one that comes to mind. And honestly, yeah. every graduation I've ever been to, um, to stand there and see a thousand kids graduate and all their families. And, and afterwards, you know, I grew up in a family where graduating not only from high school, but college and beyond was expected of me. Mm. Um, and it was, there was never a question of where you're going to graduate, where you're going to get great grades, where you're going to go to college and right. have a career. And to have the families that come up after graduation and the mom or the grandmom has tears in her eyes and is so appreciative of the opportunities mm -hmm. um, really yeah. makes me recognize things that I took for granted. Yeah. Um, so it, those are some of just the quick uh, things that pop in my mind. Yeah. Um, and, and, and tragedies as well. You know, we, yeah. we have lost students, we've lost staff members. Just the way the community comes together is inspiring. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember the walkout. I'm, I was there that day. I was in post 12. Okay. And that was really powerful, you know? I mean, yeah. I feel like, I just, I think, you know, a lot of people just need to be more aware about what we need to do today. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's a, a, you know, great way. Like you said, it wasn't this, like, you know, big destructive event. It was really a way for, for students to honor memory and um to create uh awareness. new memories new, yeah awareness and, and new memories for sure yeah and i love creating new memories i love changing traditions yeah i'm flexible yeah ben you you're all about awareness right yeah i love, I love autism awareness yeah it's um, a big part of ben's personality for sure. yeah um i feel like more schools need and let me just ask another good question yeah time yeah we have so i time. love um so i love your i listen to your podcast time for dinner okay i think yep. it's incredible um, oh, thank you. I think it's. I want to be a guest sometime on your show. I didn't know. <laughs> look at himself. I didn't know what you want. I didn't know how. I didn't know you like to ski. So, what? What's your favorite part about the podcast and starting it? Yeah, there you go. Oh well. Um. So, the podcast is doing really well. Each episode gets somewhere in the neighborhood of two to three hundred listens, which I, I love. It. Is really exciting for us. Yeah. Um, I would say that the best part has been the learning that has happened uh, at my expense, quite frankly. Mm. As as uh, previously mentioned, I, I did grow up um, in a your um, 
what some would consider the all-American family, right? Two, sure. two parents. Um, uh, we were all very good students. Uh, we were all athletes, uh, scholarship athletes in college, quite frankly. And um, I lived a life of privileges. Mm. Um, I never needed anything. Um, and I, I, I am a product of that environment. And uh, the amount of things that I have learned about uh, different backgrounds and different experiences and uh, the friendship that I've developed with Dr. Dieg, um, my co-host, mm. and the, the, um, the vulnerable way in which I can ask questions and learn um, in that format has been really awesome for me. So that's probably the thing that I love the most. And quite frankly, when I go into schools or I'm at the uh, Backyard Beans in Lansdowne, somebody says, yeah. hey, listen to your podcast. I'm like, whoa, okay. Um, it, it. It's, it, yeah, it's just, you know, silly to have a conversation. Dr. Diego and I would often talk about issues of race and equity. And um, mm. at one point she was like, I, I, she said, well, I wish people could hear these conversations. So we started recording them and putting them out there. And now we have a couple hundred subscribers and over 5,000 listens. And uh, so, yeah, it's great. It's not, you know, it's not Ellen DeGeneres style like Ben over here. <laughs> um, but we've had some pretty high profile guests, a couple of celebrities and people who have been willing to, to come on for a good cause. And so it's been great. That's awesome. Yeah, it's something, you know, I, I talk about a lot, but. A, a part of the show for us and something that we want to make clear is just open dialogue. I think it's awesome that you have that on your show that it really was just, these conversations are great. And I, I wish we could, you know, other people could hear us and you're just like, all right, right. we're, we're going to make that happen. Yeah. Um, Cause I think that's a big part of um, to, like society today, right? It's not where do I get my information? It's, how do I get accurate information? Um, and so in a world where everybody is consistently sharing their opinions on things that like, maybe they don't need to share their opinions on. It's cool to have someone's input who like has a, the ability to share that opinion and really say, okay, I'm a part of this community or I'm a part of this thing we're talking about. Um, mm -hmm. as opposed to just, you know, two people that are so disconnected saying, oh, well, my opinion on that thing is this. Um, yeah, I think we uh, we live in, in a society where not only are there polar polarizing opinions, but mm. uh, I heard a statistic the other day that I thought was pretty interesting. They said there's no longer two sides to every issue, just two sides to every issue. It's now at, we're now at a point where a third of each side mm -hmm. believes that the other side is the mortal em enemy mm. um, yeah. and they don't respect, they don't associate, they don't listen. They, yeah. And so I, I think that's, what's been so detrimental to our society as a whole that everyone and both sides, yeah, um, both sides of issues have uh, lost the ability to have civil discourse where we can like disagree and that's okay. Like you can sit and talk about things and we could disagree on an issue, but we could still shake hands and go have dinner together. Yeah, um, I like that. You know, we, we've really, really lost that ability as a society and it's sad, but yet you see it in kids. You see it in kids. Kids can do it. Adults. Yeah. Can. Yep. Um, adults, you know, it's just, it's like they judge each other by what news channel they watch. Yeah. Um, and and is it is it right is it left is it extreme right extreme left right um, right exactly you know, and it, rather than listening to understand um 
uh, rather than listening to respond right yeah. everybody needs to respond and spit venom at one another we would be yep. in a better place if everybody was like ben yeah uh, mm -hmm. where they just listen and they uh, celebrate people's differences and they say oh that's interesting tell me more right um, exactly exactly rather they they turn they turn their head and uh, thumb their nose at one another because they don't agree yeah yeah so do you want me to read this from megan uh, I'll, I'll, I'll sum it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's fine. Um, but yeah, one of our listeners, Megan, uh, she lives in Florida. Um, and she actually said that she remembers that the Valentine's Day uh, where that tragedy happened. And then she yeah. said there's a, uh, a way to donate for orange ribbons for Jamie. So, Megan, if you want to maybe put that link, we can throw that up on our website or something later. We appreciate that for sure. Um but yeah, I remember I had a conversation with a good friend of mine. I spent half of a year in Japan and the guy who was doing the same program as me um, is Korean and he lived in Korea most of his life um, and then moved to the States, I think in his late teens. Um, okay. And he was 30 at the time of this program that we were doing and we were talking one day and he was like, something I find very interesting about he said this is you know his words his interactions with white people is the idea that every conversation he has had has always been i'm listening so that i can say the next thing um and i was like that's so weird to me because that's for me that's what conversations are it's like all right you're talking to me i'm listening to what you're saying i need to formulate my next speech pattern all right i know what i'm gonna say next great and like that's the conversation but he said growing up, every experience he had in Korea was the person that's talking just talks until they're done talking. And then there's time to think and formulate. And then you respond as opposed to this immediate back and forth. Um, and it's just very eye opening to me that obviously cultures are very different. But it was crazy to think about just the way you speak in a conversation can be so drastically different. Um so once again, open discourse, I think, is huge and something that we need more of, for sure. Agreed. Um, Beautifully um, said. And, yeah, and, and uh, I think we're all guilty of that, is yeah. just um, trying to jump in, trying to respond, trying to, rather than just sit back and listen right, and, yeah, and, right. and learn from one another. So yeah, yeah that's, that's mm -hmm. an interesting perspective. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. So Mary has a question. Where do, where do you find Dr. Bauer's podcast? Oh, great question. Great question, oh. Mary. <laughs> so Mary, thank you for uh, the shameless plug there. It, uh, wherever you get your podcast, I think it's available. So whether it be uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Sweet, uh, iTunes, you can find the, it anywhere. But it is time for dinner, one word. So okay. capital T, capital F, yeah. capital D, time for dinner. Okay, um, I love dinner. <laughs> yeah. So and and the the impetus behind the name there is just that it's. It, it, I didn't talk about race and equity around my dinner table mm. growing up. And the point being that really I didn't have to. Sure. Uh, yeah. Because I look like I do and, and I lived the life that I just described. Whereas Dr. Dieg, who is a Haitian American said, she said, Todd, we talk about race every night, Dang, every yeah. night. Dang. And I said, honestly, I'm not sure we ever did when I was growing up right. at my dinner table right. um, because it wasn't, wow. didn't feel like an issue in my household. Yeah. Um, 
So it's, so we said, this is what everyone should, they should be having these conversations. And so we said, this is our dinner table. So it's time for dinner. And that was, that's where the, the name came from. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's something that um, is actually great. Cause that's one of Ben's questions was where the name came from. So that's perfect. But what I'll do as well, Mary is I'll get all those links and on Ben's website as well. I always put like a little bios about our guests after they've been on the show and I'll attach all your links to that bio as well. That'd be um, great. Thank you. So that all that is we'll there. promote your show on the website. Of course. Of course. I'll it's get you guys, uh, Ben and Dan, I'll get you guys some swag. We have some t-shirts. and things There we go. I love it. I love it. That's that's what it's all about. We had somebody ask us last week, actually, if we have shirts. And so as like the art guy, I'm like scribbling designs and I'm like trying to figure out what I want to. Uh... We don't have any Christmas ornaments this no, year. We don't, we don't have anything set up yet, but but we'll uh, we'll come back to me in a couple of weeks and we'll have something. Yeah, maybe <laughs> in the new year. Yeah, that's the goal. Okay. That's the goal. Uh, so from the school side of it, I know you mentioned the jobs were different from principal to assistant superintendent. Um What's one thing that you really had a hard time handling that change from one job to the other? Hmm. Um, let's see how I say this. Uh, <laughs> so, so when I was a teacher and a coach, I like to think that I was, um, for lack of better wording here, one of the popular ones. Uh, I was <laughs> I one it. of the teachers. I was one of the teachers that kids wanted to have as, as their teacher. Yeah. Um, I was someone that got Christmas gifts and cards about the impact that I've had on kids mm. and thank yous at graduation and things like that. And as you transition, um, you get fewer and fewer friends at the top. Mm. Um, you know, and, and people j- just associate you um, with the man, if you will. Yeah. Um, and, and they assume that because you're administration or because you're the principal or the assistant superintendent, they can't trust you. Yeah. Um, and that's really hard for me to, to understand and wrap my hands around because I was a person that people leaned on and trusted innately. So yeah. that's one thing I definitely struggled with. And in particular, going from CB South to North Penn and North Penn's so big that it was really hard to gain the trust of everyone. Not the kids. Yeah. yeah. Not the kids. Kids trust you. Um, you know, I think I, I, I did enough and kids were like, you know, he comes to everything. We see him at events. He's there for us. He works right. with us. He's a reasonable guy. Um, it's the adults that work there and yeah. the parents <laughs> that it, it's, it takes time. Huh. Um, and uh, I like to think that I've earned their trust at this point, seven years in now. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it, that was definitely a challenge. That was something I struggled with. Good question. Wait a minute. I have the North Penn mug here. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Dream big, <laughs> achieve greatness. There Dream you big, go. achieve yes, greatness. I still have that. Oh, I think it? Mrs. Hankles gave me that. There you go. Karen Hankles. I love Mrs. Hankles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting, though, because from like a student's perspective, I don't know how often I've thought about that from, and it's so funny too, you know, I'll finish my thought, but thought like trust from teacher to teacher or superintendent to teacher, you know, all coworker, peer, trust between those people. As a student, you know, it kind of felt, I guess, a little more like disconnected as like, you know, each teacher kind of had their role as opposed to being this one, you know, giant thing. But now my like, my training and and 
job path are all in like team development and mm-hmm. group development. And so it's funny to think about how like my my path and desire is to see groups come together. Yeah. But growing up, I didn't really think about how the teacher teachers interact with each other and how that is also you know one big microcosm, if you will. Um, so very very interesting uh, thing that I'm surprised I've never thought of. But you know, we're all learning new things. Yeah. The social dynamics of the workplace, right? Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So I actually have a question about dreaming big. While yeah. we have it. You and Dr. Right. Kirk Dietrich have a lot about about dreaming big at North Penn. Mm-hmm. And I love your slogan, dream big. And I think that's incredible. So my passion in our show is about dreaming big. What is one so what is what how can we help how can we how can we help common people with achieving their dreams? There you go. Good question, Ben. I think we really uh, this is not a cop out. I think we did a pretty good job of unpacking it here tonight in this conversation. Yeah. Right. Like what did we talk about? We talked about listening. Yeah. We talked about, um, engaging in differing ideas. Yeah. Uh, being respectful of one another and trying to ask, ask questions to understand perspectives. Yeah. As opposed to, uh, you know, turning the magnets the wrong way so that they bounce off each other. Mm. Uh, but coming together to better understand. So I think if you understand other peoples and um, you take the time to get to know them, that's how you can really help them. Yeah. Right. As an educator, getting to know a student and really what they want and what their passion is and how, how you can help them get to where they want to be. Um, I think that's how you can help them accomplish those big dreams. So yeah, I think that, that that question really played well with this conversation, Ben. And, I know. Uh, I just I just had to tie that in. Yeah. And I, and you know, I like your I like your office sign, be yourself. Um, when I was watching your <laughs> intro video, I just thought, wow, if we could just all be ourselves for a day, who can we be like? Yeah. And I think okay. we can we can be ourselves by going out and just talking to somebody new, buying somebody hot cocoa, buying somebody hot chalk, go buy somebody coffee at Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Something that I I'm passionate about and I try, I've worked, you know, with varying ages, but the, mm-hmm. our dependence on media and social yeah. media and technology, um, I think lends to, uh, I'll just use facade as the word. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really easy to put up, you know, this perfect image of this is my great life when in reality it may not be that way. Um, and so I also, I love the idea of being yourself, something I've said in the past and I have a t-shirt that says it, but it's be yourself. Everyone else is taken. (laughs) Um, I, I love that idea. Um, and it's something that I've worked with people on in the past, but from your perspective, Dr. Bauer, what's one way you think that we could help or encourage others to be themselves. Yeah. So one of my favorite quotes uh, that I I reference when speaking with groups of people is uh, from coach K who Ben, you said in my intro that I'm a big Duke basketball fan. My wife went to Duke. So we've been to a few games and that's why my daughter's name Cameron Cameron indoor stadium. I love um, it. And why my dog's name is Duke. But anyway, um, he says, Great leaders are flexible um, with their methods, but not with their values. Wow. Right? 
Yeah. And so, and because the question was like, when they asked Coach K, like, how have you evolved since coaching in the 70s till mm. 2020, and yet you're still winning national championships? Um, and he really said, well, I think you, as a great leader, you have to be flexible with your methods, but not with what, with your values. So wow. what you stand for, what you believe in, you know, whether you're someone whose values are rooted in faith mm. or kindness or all of the above and everything yeah. in between, um, be rooted in those things, but then be willing to listen and take different approaches to get to the desired outcome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I try to make the best decisions I can with the information that I have. Yeah. And um, I use I often use the line as well that when the facts change, so does my opinion. Um, so I don't like it when people's opinions flip flop, but yet nothing has changed. Yeah. So, for example, Ben, one of your favorite things to uh, troll us on social media is to make snow day calls. Right. <laughs> right? And, and oh. Dr. Dietrich, we, we will have conversations with other superintendents in other districts and we'll make a decision and we'll say, you know what, we're going two hour delay. And everybody's like, they put their they put their hands in the middle and they say, go team. Yeah, we're all doing a two hour delay. And nothing changes. And then other schools are like, all right, we're closing. Like, Wait a second. We just had a meeting. Not a single flurry more has fallen from the sky. Nothing has changed. But yet you're changing your opinion, right? So uh, yeah, uh, those two things is if the facts change, then yeah. maybe my opinion will. And mm. you got to be flexible with your yeah. methods, but not with your values. So, so can I ask you a question? Answer. How do you decide when to close school or to like? <laughs> yeah, he wants he wants the yeah. curtain drawn back. Yeah, that's a, the <laughs> secret thing, Ben. Maybe I I, I I might lose the appeal for the listeners if I divulge my secrets. Yeah. Oh, uh, you can't you can't you can't bore the magic like John. No, so <laughs> so the the honest to goodness truth is it's exactly what you think. Mm. Um. If it's a snowstorm that develops during the school day, we are legitimately in an office with every major news weather channel on at the same time. We're looking at all the different models and the radars, trying to figure out what time do the buses start rolling? What time do the drivers start coming to the bus garage? Right. Is it going to get warmer throughout the day? Because sometimes we had a snow day last year, or a, a day that was really precarious in the middle of the day. And everybody's like, you idiots, you guys need to dismiss. Everybody's oh, going to do it. And then by three o'clock, the roads were dry um, <laughs> because everything warmed up and it got better throughout the day. And we were banking on that. Um, so if it's the night before, Ben, and especially now that we're more effective in a virtual model, I think you'll start to see more calls the night before where they're like, you know what, we're going to do a virtual day tomorrow. Uh, it's not worth the risk. It's we'd rather just tell parents the night before so they don't have to worry about childcare and at the last minute. Yeah. Um, and, and I think you'll see more announcements the night before, not all the time. Yeah. But, um, and then if it's, if it's something that kind of comes together overnight, Dr. Dietrich is on the phone with, uh, not only our folks who like our mm. facilities department and checking out our lots. Uh, I, I get up super early. He knows that I'm on the road before 5am. So <laughs> he'll call that. me and he'll just say, you know, how, how's it, how is it in Lansdale? Right. Um, and then we, we also converse with the other schools and in particular, those that go to our tech school, Ben. Mm -hmm. So in North Penn, North Monco serves North Penn, Southerton, Perk Valley, Wissahickon, and Methacton. Mm. Um, and students from all five districts go to North Monco Technical Career Center. And so we try to be unified in our decision-making because those kids all go to that same school. Um, 
and if they if the Souderton kids go but the North Penn kids don't and mm. you know then all of a sudden you have an issue because right. these kids came these kids in all you have a couple hundred kids who are behind so it's all what you think it is do we drive the roads yes do we watch the weather yes uh do we try to time it and the one misnomer which cracks me up is everybody always says did they start making lunches yet uh, uh, okay everybody said if they start making lunches they won't throw those lunches out so they're, they're <laughs> going to keep us if they started making lunches that that might be a bit of a misnomer but <laughs> all in all it's exactly what you you think it is and we try to take a, a bunch of data points into consideration because i remember yeah. one time you ran on the announcement you said please pardon this interruption we would be dismissing early and i got excited <laughs> and the teacher was like I'm down, Ben. <laughs> I remember a few tweets from Ben Hartram, uh-huh. the principal, that said, "Call it hashtag call it Kurt and hashtag <laughs> do it Dietrich." Um, I believe that was Mr. Ben Hartram uh-huh. trolling the superintendent. I remember. I remember messaging right. um, Mr. Gilmore, and he was like, "Oh wait, fine, two hours away." <laughs> it's you'll you'll enjoy this though. So now that Ben speaks in schools. I tease him because if there's a snow day now on a day he has to present, like, oh, sorry, Ben, you can't go present now because the school's closed. So he used to cross his fingers for snow delays, and now he crosses his fingers hoping they're not canceled. Oh, so the shoe's on the other foot now, huh, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> He's getting a taste of the other side, you know? Yeah, too funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's so true. Um, I love snow days. I remember me and Dan used to play in the snow. We used to make our own uh, ice hill down yeah. the ice. We would... Yeah, we've got a pretty good hill in our backyard. So we would we definitely enjoyed snow days when we got them. And, you know, it, you know, people, I think students specifically enjoy a day off from school. Hey, I'm, I'm sure the teachers sometimes enjoy it, too. Um, and so do the assistant superintendents, right? Yeah, like, right, right, it's, exactly. It's, it's definitely a rite of passage. And I, I think yeah. we're committed to kids having a snow day or two. Sure. Um, it's exciting. And it, it's part of being a kid. Like, go yeah. outside and play. And, right. and no school today. All right. Yeah. yeah. But, just... but now that we have the technology and the capabilities, there's no reason to have five snow days. Right. Um, right. But two, two days yeah. where it happens, it's exciting. And yeah. You know, uh, it's important family time. And so I think we'll have a couple snow days this year, I hope. I love it. And then I just remember one of them, and then we'll we'll switch topics. I remember one of them, I was like, oh, come on. I remember watching the TV the night before, and I was like, (laughs) yes! I just remember sometimes I get the text alerts from NBC10. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm like, yay! Yep. I I remember some nights where, so we, (laughs) once again, I think Dr. Bao, you'll enjoy this. Uh, my older brother Glenn and I, uh, we would take Christmas songs and okay. change them into Ben's going to school songs because he often wanted snow days, and we mm-hmm. found it fun to tease him that he was going to have to go to school, and yeah. so we always go, Ben's going to school, Ben's going to school, Ben's going to go speak, Ben's going to go speak, <laughs> so. He even now that he's out of school, we'll sing that every once in a while. But there's still dance school when it snows. Uh-huh, that's true. That's true. What are big brothers for, right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's our that's our job. But hey, uh, we're actually, which is crazy, we're reaching the end of our time. Um, I want to say before we get into our last question, once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so Dr. much, Bauer. Um, it has been awesome conversation to get to talk to you 
Um, I think it was a great conversation. Yeah, and just like you know, like I said, pull the curtain back a bit, but also kind of hear from you, um, kind of how you got to where you are, and, and it's a good idiom, Dan. Pull the curtain back. Pull the curtain back. Yeah, I'm right. gonna use that idiom. I love it. I like the idiom word. That's a good word. <laughs> That's another word for Mrs. Burns. Shout out to Mrs. Burns from us, uh, North Penn High School speech therapist. There you go. Actually, first angel, Miss Paula. She taught me how to talk. Yeah. So I have to give credit to her speech before therapist. I give credit to Mrs. Burns. Okay. Well, I think you give credit to both. I should give credit to both. I should. I should. Sure. Um, so the question that I usually like to end the show on, um, and it, it, you know, we've kind of hit it a bunch of times already, but ultimately the show is about sharing your experiences, and, and we want to give people a platform to share their experience. Um, so really the last question is kind of just to open the floor to you. Is there something kind of burning on your heart that you'd love to just talk about or something that you're really passionate about that you want to share? It's really just opening the floor to you and giving you a chance to, to speak your mind. Oh, wow. <sighs> so I'm probably not going to take this in a direction that you were hoping for. No, whatever but you said, if there's anything on your heart, so I guess I will share. Yeah. Um, so we are unfortunately um, burying my mother tomorrow. Mm. Um, my mother passed away this summer so um, at the end of June. Um, she was very young. She had ovarian cancer mm. um, and she uh, she wanted to be cremated and, and uh, put, laid to rest with her mom and dad. Mm. Um, so that's tomorrow around lunchtime. Um, but if nothing else, something that has really... Uh, uh, made an impact on me and something that I'm passionate about now that I wasn't a couple of years ago. Well, here's my water bottle. Actually, you can see the ovarian cancer ribbon on it. Um, is my mom was 59 years old and went in for her annual checkup with her OBGYN and she walked out with stage four cancer. Wow. Um, wow. So you see things on TV about women going to get their checkups and their mammograms and, mm. um, yeah, it's uh, you never know. So if if one person hears this and, and yeah. goes to the doctors yeah. to get their annual checkup as a result, um, you know, my mom died at 64, way, way, way too young. Yeah. And this is going to be our first Thanksgiving and first holidays without her. And it's it's tough. It's really yeah. difficult. Wow. But um, now I appreciate the opportunity to, to share that. And hopefully it makes an impact on somebody. And yeah, I really appreciate the conversation guys. It was, it was Thank fun. You. Ben, yeah. Ben, you have my word that you will be at the dinner table as well. Okay. My friend. Yeah, I'll absolutely. Love it. I would love to do that. And, um, I'm sending prayers out to your family. Um, yeah. Thank if you, you ever need anything, just let me know. Um, I, I just would love to send you a card or yeah, you can definitely viewing or whatever <laughs> for sure. You got it, Ben it means a yeah. lot to me. You know that. Thank you. Once again, Dr. Bauer, thank you so much. Really appreciate and it. And I'm going to end with my quote. Having yeah. autism is not a bad thing. It doesn't characterize who we are. Everybody is unique and special, just like a rainbow. Thank you, Dr. Bauer, and to the North Penn School District. Um, dream big and be successful. This is Ben and Dan from Ray's Typical. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Don't eat too much turkey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm going to eat Take care, Pokemon. everyone. I'm just I'm kidding. Right. I'm kidding. See I want to eat Pokemon. <laughs>